0: activities association we now go courtside for coverage of mitchell colonel basketball on the original home of colonel sports korn here at the play-by-play call korn sports director travis krenz And welcome to the Corn Palace. It is Mitchell-Colonel basketball, a doubleheader versus the Huron Tigers on a Tuesday night. A tip-off schedule here for about 6.20 as the uh, sophomore and J.B. games go a little bit long yet again. And we'll start off with the girls game. Mitchell-Girls at 2-2, two and two, coming off an 18-point victory last Friday night at Yainton. 45-27. to 27. Yainton's a team that's 0-5, and, 5, and uh, they average only 30 points per game. And Mitchell still held them under that, to so only 27 for the Yanton Gazelles. Another big night for Sawyer Stavener. She had 14 points and 13 rebounds, which is exactly what she's averaged on the season through five games, 14 points and 13 rebounds. Mitchell also got 14 points uh, from the freshman, Addie Simpson, uh, with Taylor Giblin out for the rest of the season with that knee injury, a senior guard. Uh, Colonels looking for somebody to fill in that point guard role. Lauren Van Overshield a little bit uh, uh, doing that a little bit here for Mitchell and uh, adding some of that scoring punch as well. Van Overshield had nine points uh, versus Yainton on Friday. Uh, Meanwhile, some late changes here for the Huron Tigers. They will be without uh, two of their starters. Carson Kaufman, uh, she will not play. One game suspension, a a 5'11 senior, and uh, they will also be without Heaven Ganey who's a 5'7 senior. She's one of their better players. Uh, Ganey averages nine points and five and a half rebounds per game. Has also averaged three steals through their first five games. So that is a big loss for the Huron Tigers. Uh, they'll start Bryn Huber, Hampton Hines, and Isabel Elwine. Then coming off the bench to start tonight will be Kristen Jans, a five-six senior, and also Lizzie Heinen, a 6'1 junior, and also expected to see Hilton Hines come off the bench. So it uh, could be uh, a different rotation here for Huron. They may have to go deeper on their bench uh, later on here tonight. We'll take our first time out here in the pregame show, come back with head coach Dave Brooks, uh, get his reaction to that win versus Yainton on Friday nights. Uh, plus, we'll also look at the rest of the night across South Dakota. Weather's good finally, so we we'll finally get some basketball games in here. Uh, this is the second week of January. We're back in 30 seconds with head coach Dave Brooks as our pregame show continues on KORN.
1: Gift cards are great things to give as gifts. But when someone tells you you need to use a gift card to pay for something you owe, like utilities, taxes, and other fees, red flags should go off and it should cause you to stop and think. Most legitimate companies will never tell you to pay with a gift card. Before you go to purchase these gift cards, please call Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986 and let them check things out for you so you're not out of your hard-earned money.
0: It is a doubleheader at the Cordon Palace tonight. The Colonels host the Huron Tigers. KORN News Radio pregame show. Head coach Dave Brooks. As uh, we start with the girls' game tonight, uh, Colonels now back to the 500 mark at two and two is a good win versus Yankton on Friday. And coach, what what did you like about uh, the win on Friday? You hold them under 30 points, and uh, you, you do enough in that second half to pull away.
2: Well, we. Uh... I don't know if we should be weather the storm, and we just it took us five minutes to score our first uh, first points of the game. I just was watching it again here, and uh, we we kind of hung in there. And offense got a little bit better, but uh, defensively we we did uh, play our uh, um, full court press, and uh, that's really the first time we've done much of it. And we, you know we like some things we saw. Obviously, we got some work to do on it, but it uh, uh, you know, Yankton was missing one of their starters and. So uh, of course, I guess we were two with with yeah. Taylor, but yeah, it was a nice nice to get a win and uh, did some good things and we we'll get some things could just continue to work on with the kids.
0: Yeah, Addie Simpson had 14. He had Sawyer Stabner had her uh, usual 14 points and uh, Lauren Van Overshield hit three three pointers. That was good to see uh, her get going a little bit. Uh, uh, for Lauren, uh, how how has she progressed here this season? Because she can uh, when she's on, she can add some instant offense there with those three pointers.
2: Yeah, she sure can, and she handled, handled the ball a little bit more. Of course, with, with Taylor out, we uh, kind of shuffle that point guard duty around uh, the different kids, depending on what we might be running. But Lauren, uh, our biggest thing right now is we just want to make sure we keep her on the floor, because she can get a little aggressive on, on defense. And, you know, we had that problem with the first time we played here. And, of course, first game of the year, but she had four fouls and sat more than what we'd uh what we'd like to have because, but yeah, she looks for her shot. She's not afraid to put it up and she's worked hard on her shooting. And, um, you know, that's, those things kind of pay off. You put the work in and, um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of confidence in her, in her shooting the three. And so, uh, um, one of those kids you need to have on the floor.
0: Head coach, Dave Brooks joins us. Uh, Sawyer Stabner, uh, 13 rebounds just in, I mean, that's her season average now. And, uh, she seems to be good for that every game. And we, and we talk about her a lot for good reasons, specifically her rebounding is it the effort is it uh, being in the right position her long arms how is she able to to do so well uh rebounding the basketball
2: well i, I think when we tell the kids we think rebounding is just hard work yeah. so i mean it, it starts with that and she does have great instincts on the basketball court and where she's playing with our on our zone you know, she's she's down below so she's she's closer to the basket um uh and and she's very strong her hands you know she can palm a girl's basketball she yeah. can reach into the bin and she can palm it so there's some balls that maybe some kids need two hands to get she's got one hand that it's uh, that can not saying she can grab a rebound out of the air but yeah. with one hand but she's uh just uh, a strong kid and got those big hands and and then, uh, just a good work ethic and, and a nose for the ball that's I don't I can't coach that I can't teach that that's that's just something she has
0: She's, well I think she's five nine but we, I, we always say she plays bigger than she is and uh is, is she done growing even though she's you know 16 17 years old is there a growth spurt in there but you know with those big hands and long arms or uh, she pretty much stuck at, at five nine probably.
2: Well, probably. I'm not a physician, but no. I know, last year, and she had that with that back injury, and they uh, wow. um, she was able, she was cleared to play like the last couple of games, and of course, everybody. She told her at a team meeting that that's what happened, and she was ecstatic because she. Goes, but the bad point is my my growth plate is closed or done wow. or whatever. <laughs> so, so I think from that, um, the other kind of says, "Well, maybe uh, this is where you're at," and this, and uh, you know, that's it's a good height for her, I guess. Yeah.
0: 5'9", but yeah, 14 points, 13 rebounds are average. Uh, this season, well on our way to being an all-stater uh, here for the second straight year. You got here on tonight. Uh, you saw him a month ago. You got off to that fast start, and Addie Seamson had that exciting uh, game winner in game number one. Obviously, we, we, we talk about limiting them on the three-point line, and they love to shoot. They'll shoot at least more three-pointers than twos, and uh, what what are the keys to just making sure that there's uh, somebody on that perimeter?
2: Well, and, and that's that is the key is uh, for us to to find uh, 33 and in and 23 and then and having gained number 34 has been starting to to throw some threes in there as well. So it that presents a challenge. You know, they'll spread the court on us and and uh, it'll it'll uh, test our quickness. I guess to at least get there and get a hand on the face and both wine and Heinz will put it on the floor a little bit too. So. We uh, kind of were stressing our closeouts. So you got to be under control because they will they will go by us, and when you mm-hmm. start penetrating, then it, then uh, issues happen. And then with that, uh, we got to make sure we rebound well again because mm-hmm. those long shots give long rebounds. They so don't have to be six one to get a rebound. You a five seven kids can go get one. You know, run one down from ten feet. So you know, we worked again on boxing out and just just going aggressively to the ball. Don't let it just come to you for a rebound. You got to go get it. So they're not going to make everything. They'll miss some, and if we can limit. Two and three chances at at a hoop, it just uh, gives us a little better chance to, to get a victory.
0: Colonel Girls looking to beat Huron for the second time this season. Head coach Dave Brooks joins us. Coach, good luck here. We'll see you after the game.
2: All right, thanks. Appreciate it.
0: Taking a look at the rest of the night in AA girls' basketball. Uh, you got number one Ogorman. They'll be back home taking on Brookings uh, tonight at seven o'clock. And a uh, latest uh, media poll came out yesterday. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Uh, but number two Washington did beat number one Ogorman last night, forty-two to thirty-three. So we'll see how things go the rest of the week. But uh, should be a new number one team in AA girls, and that would be uh, Sioux Falls, Washington. Coming up, but next week on Monday, that game was in Washington uh, last night. Uh, also, uh, elsewhere tonight across the state, uh, in Aberdeen, Aberdeen Central will host Watertown. Those are a pair of teams that are just uh, have one win on the season. And uh, out west tonight, Sturgis hosting Rapid City Christian of Class A, and also the uh, Peer Girls, number four in the latest poll. They're at six and one. Uh, they'll be on the road tonight versus a very good Lakota Tech team from Class A. As we take a look at uh, this week's top five, O'Gorman was at one. Washington was at two. Uh, Jefferson, they went up a spot to number three. Pierre, they fell one to number four. And Harrisburg, they stayed at number five. Uh, in Class A girls basketball, the top three are the same as last week. Uh, Hamlin at number one. They're at five and O. Uh, Wagner having another very good season. They're at number two, and St. Thomas Moore checks in at number three. Uh, Vermilion, they move up to the top spot, to the number four spot. They also received one first place vote. Kevin uh, up at the uh, Hanson Classic this Saturday. Number two, Wagner versus number four, Vermilion. Those teams are a combined 13 and 0. So that may be the game of the uh, 40th annual Hanson Girls Cordon Palace Classic. This Saturday nights, and then you've got another undefeated team in Red Cloud uh, sitting there at number five. Uh, Also at the Hanson Classic coming up uh, this weekend in Class B, it's the top two teams they're going to face off. Number one Viberg Hurley and number two Wolsey Wessington. Wolsey Wessington's at six and zero. Viberg Hurley at six and one, and they won it all last year. Uh, Centerville stays at number three. Uh, Sully Buttes moves up a spot to four this week and Warner, they move into the top five at uh, number five. So that's your uh, latest uh, rankings there for uh, for high school girls basketball across the state. Starting lineup tonight here for the uh, Mitchell Colonels and Huron Tigers. Uh, for the Colonels, they will start Sawyer Stabner, the 5'9 uh, junior, averaging 14 points and 13 rebounds per game, and those numbers are exactly what she had uh, during that win at Yankton On Friday nights, that was a 45-27 victory for Mitchell Uh, Stabner with 14 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, Second on the team is Addie Simpson, averaging eight points per game as a freshman. Addie had 14 also on Friday nights in Eentenham. Uh, Lauren Van Overshield, she hit three three pointers. She had nine points on Friday. She averages seven points per ball game. She's a 5 5 sophomore guard. Also for Mitchell, uh, Carson White. she's a 5 6 sophomore. And also Delana Henkel, a 5 9 senior, who starts for Mitchell. And we'll see a host of Colonels off the bench. Uh, Allison Meyerink, kind of their sixth woman off uh, off the bench. They're the uh, top bench player this year. She's averaging around six per game. And we should also see uh, Kiara Hofer, Maddie Kempf, and Delaney Dagan. Uh, For the Huron Tigers, they've got a couple of uh, players that score about a dozen per game. That's uh, Hampton Hines, the 5'8 junior, and also Isabel Elwine, the 5'8 senior. Uh, Heaven Ganey, uh, she can hit a couple threes as well. She's averaging nine points and five rebounds along with three steals per game. Also a couple seniors for Huron. Bryn Huber, a 5'4", senior, and Carson Kaufman at 5'11". Again, this Huron team, they will likely tonight shoot more three-pointers than two. Uh, Back a month ago when Mitchell beat them, Huron was 9 of 28 from three, and they were just 4 of 12 from inside the arc. So they shot uh, well over two times as many three-point shots as Then they did from two. And Mitchell, not known as a three-point shooting team, but they can hit them once in a while. They were 7 of 17 from three in that first meeting one month ago. Colonel Girls and Huron coming up next. Mitchell, they won five of the past six games versus Huron here at the Corn Palace. Tip-off up next on KORN. Gift cards are great things to give
1: as gifts. But when someone tells you you need to use a gift card to pay for something you owe, like utilities, taxes, and other fees, red flags should go off and it should cause you to stop and think. Most legitimate companies will never tell you to pay with a gift card. Before you go to purchase these gift cards, please call Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986 and let them check things out for you so you're not out of your hard-earned money.
0: starting lineups being announced for the uh, Colonel Girls as they are ready to host the Huron Tigers. First of two games tonight here at the Corn Palace on KORN. I am Travis Krenz. Your officials tonight are Eric Grokrot, uh, Bob Malloy, and Connor Singhuizen. And changes to the Huron Tiger lineup. Carson Kaufman and Heaven Ganey will not play tonight. Instead it will be Kristen Jans, a 5'6 senior and Lizzie Heinen, a 6'1 junior, starting for them. And for Mitchell, the starters are Sawyer Stabner, Addie Seamson, Lauren Van Overshield, Carson Wyke, and Delena Hankel. White uniforms for the Colonel Girls, black numbers and gold trim. For the Huron Tigers, Their road black uniforms with orange numbers. Lizzie Heinen at 6-1. She wins the tip against Sawyer Stabner. And we are underway here around 20 minutes after 6 o'clock. Doubleheader of Colonel Basketball versus the Huron Tigers. Tigers get it inside. the kick it out. Left corner three, and that is in and out no good by Kristen Jans, the first of what's expected to be many three-pointers and many rebounds here for Sawyer Stabner. She gets the defensive rebound for the Colonels. Colonels moving across the Corn Palace floor from left to right. Addie Seamson at the top of the key. They work it on the right elbow to Stabner. Seamson, the lefty, gets it in the left corner to Carson White, takes a step towards the basket, still fairly well out there. Colonels trying to get it inside here to Hankel at 5'9". Right side on the drive by Stabner. Wide open three, left elbow for Simpson. That is good. Three pointer for Mitchell. As they take a three nothing lead on their first possession. Good ball movement, took a while to get it done but the, the result was there. And a turnover by Huron as they quickly come up the floor. Bryn Huber throws it out of bounds. Right here on the sideline in front of the Mitchell bench. So a Huron turnover. Colonel's got a great opportunity here to win tonight, go to 3-2 and two on the season, with Huron missing two of their five starters. This is a, a must-win game for Mitchell. Take a, a good opportunity here. Layup underneath for Simpson. That is good, and a timeout right away for Huron head coach Cody Kaufman. Seamson with five early points for the Colonels, 6.51 to go, and again, Mitchell's got to get up early, step on the gas, maybe even blow Huron out tonight. They got off to a great start uh, one month ago when they played in the season opener. Colonels were ahead 9 to nothing after 90 seconds of play. They got a couple threes from Taylor Giblin. They got one from Lauren Van Overshield. And similar here, we're just a minute, to a little over a minute into this ball game. And uh, Addie Seamson, she has a three and she has a layup for a 5-0 Colonel lead. So an early timeout, four remaining for on. Colonels with five timeouts. Mitchell. They've won five of their past six here at the Corn Palace versus Huron over the past six years, so they've had good success at home versus Huron. A little bit of a full court press. Uh, they break it. Here's number 33, Isabel Elwine. Get it out top of the key. Hampton Hines for a three. That one is short off the mark. Long rebound. Last touched by Sawyer Stabner. Look like Hampton Hines tapped that one off of Stabner to maintain possession. A fresh 35 on the shot clock here for Hampton-Hine. She's well off the baseline trying to get it in. And she does, but it's to Lauren Van Overshield. That's a steal by Van Overshield. Outlet pass. Layup right side is good to Carson White. Assist and steal for Van Overshield. A 7-0 lead for Mitchell. 90 seconds in. Van Overshield tips this one away into the Corn Palace crowd. So in the first 90 seconds of both games this year versus Eron... You combine those 90 seconds, it's a 16 to nothing Mitchell advantage. They lead 7 to nothing here, 90 seconds in. Hampton Hines, a little floater from the free throw line. She gets it to go for the first points for Huron. 6 10 to go, first quarter, 7 to 2. Mitchell girls in front. Stabner, she's uh, trapped on the right side. They get it out to Simpson in the right corner. She'll drive the lane, lose it, and she was fouled. Should be free throws coming up here. First foul of the game. 6.02 to go in the first quarter. Foul is on Bryn Huber, her first. Seams into the line, shooting two. She was trying to shoot that one in the lane. The lefty freshman misses that one a little bit short. First substitutions for Mitchell. It's Allison Meyerink and Kira Hofer off the bench. They'll come in for Delana Henkel and Lauren Van Overshield. Inc. a 5'10 junior, averaging six points a game, three rebounds off the bench. Also, Kira Hofer, a 5'3 junior guard. Seamson hits that one, one of two from the line. She's got an early six points. She averages eight on the season as a freshman. More pressure defense by Mitchell. Huron gets it past half court. Huron down eight to two, just two minutes in. They get it underneath on the right side. They kick it out. Hampton Hines on the left wing. Now on the right wing, thinks about a long three, and they kick it in the right corner. Here's a three ball by Elwine. That one is short, but a long rebound for Kristen Jans, the 5'6 senior, getting the start tonight. Averages three points and three rebounds. Jans with a nice spin move, tried to put it up lefty, but Allison Meyerink blocked it, gets the rebound and uh, she was fouled as well. So that'll be a foul on Huron. They're second. The uh, first on Kristen Jans. Huron going deeper on the bench. Here's Hilton Hines. Hines checks in. Could be a very short bench tonight. Huron without two of their starters. Stabner tries to pass it. It's stolen here by Lwine. And then she throws it away, and this is stolen by Kira Hofer. So back-to-back turnovers, and we get another foul on a turnover by Huron. So three early fouls on the Tigers. This one goes against Hampton Hines, her first, team's third. Three minutes in, 8-2 to two Mitchell lead, and uh, Huron just cannot get into foul trouble tonight. Wide open under the basket, right side, Meyerink on the layup, that is good. Assist to Carson Weick. And the Colonels off to a great 10-2 lead. 4.50 left in this opening quarter. It's all Mitchell early on tonight. Pass in the right corner to Hilton Hines. They kick it back out. Here's a deep three by Hampton Hines. That is short from the left elbow. Rebound from Stabner. Stabner going to bring it up on the right edge. Now on the right uh, corner, driving free throw line. Gets it on the right side, little uh, weave action. Seamson, three at the top of the key. That is good. I think Huron may need another timeout. Addie Seamson, early favorite for player of the game. She's got nine points already. 13-2 to Mitchell. Get a foul on Seamson. Defending a little bit too closely on Hilton Hines. First foul on Mitchell will go against Addie Seamson. Lauren Van Overshield checks back in as Carson White gets her first rest tonight. And Huron goes back to Kristen Jans. She'll check in for Lizzie Heinen. So as of right now, Huron's only gone one deep on the bench without those two starters, Carson Kaufman and Heaven Ganey. And here's a five-second call on Huron. Hampton Hines unable to get it in in time before the five-second clock underneath her own baskets. So Colonels get it in. Here's Van Overshield handling the ball a little bit more with uh, Taylor Giblin out for the season. Gets it on the left edge. Now left corner to Addie Seamson. Seamson tries to drive. Good defense there by Hampton Hines. Here's Kira Hofer in the right corner. Now back to Seamson at the top of the key with 15 to shoot. Seamson wants to drive. Can't get in the lane. He'll hand it off to Hofer, who's now at the top of the key. Right side to Van Overshield with six to shoot. Gets it to Seamson left side. Now down low to Van Overshield with one to shoot. Turnaround jumper is good. They use all 35 seconds of the shot clock. And Van Overshield hits on the left corner from 10 feet out. Her first bucket tonight. 15 to 2. Mitchell blowing out here on halfway through this opening quarter. 2-3 zone defense for the Colonels. Hampton-Hines drives, lays it off the glass, and good. Hampton-Hines has all four here on points. She averages 12 on the season. Hines and Elwine, they both average 12. They're going to have to carry the offensive production even more tonight. Pass underneath. Inc. leaves it short. Great pass by Stabner. Just a little short on the layup. Hampton-Hines brings it up, drives left side. Bumped by Inc. and we'll get free throws for the Huron Tigers. Allison Inc. will pick up the foul. Her first, team second. So Hampton-Hines will shoot to two free throws. 75% from the line on the season. First free throw is good. Five points for Hampton-Hines and five points for Huron. They still trail 15-5 with just under three minutes to go in this opening quarter. Addie Seamson will take a seat, and we'll see Maddie Kempf, 5'5 junior guard, check in for the first time tonight for Mitchell. Colonels will be on the road at Brookings on Friday night, so we will not have coverage of that one. We'll stay at the Acorn Palace here for the boys' game Friday night versus Brookings at 7. Second free throw is good. Hampton Hines with 6 on the night, her teammates with 0 points. It's 15-6 Mitchell late first quarter. Van Overshield brings it up in the front court. Seamson, or excuse me, uh, Kira Hofer lost it momentarily. They get it back to Van Overshield, who brings it out back to uh, half court. Maddie Kemp on the left side. Now here's Stavner at the top of the key, 15 to shoot. Stabner drives right side as double team stops at the baseline. Kick out to the top of the key for Van Overshield, and she is bumped with eight on the shot clock. Foul on Hampton Hines. She did bump Van Overshield. That's Hines' second foul, team's fourth. So Hines will go out with those two fouls. Lizzie Heinen will check in, the six-one junior. So the only player for Huron to score in this first quarter is now on the bench with two fouls, that being uh, Hampton Hines. Fresh shot clock for Mitchell. They've used a lot of time, but they've usually scored here early on. 25 on the shot clock, 2.15 in this first quarter. Then Overshield thinks about a three at the top of the key. She's double teamed, pushes it right to Stabner, who will drive off glass and no good. Rebound for Huron. Kristen Jans on the board. Huron trailing by nine with two minutes to go in this opening quarter. Who's going to score for Huron if Hampton Hines is on the bench? Brynn Huber on the right side. I don't think she has scored this season. Here's a drive by Hilton Hines. And we're going to get a two-shot foul. Myring picks up another foul, her second, team's third of the quarter. And so, if it's not Hampton Hines, it may as well be Hilton Hines. She goes to the free throw line to shoot two. First one is good, off the front iron and in. So, if your name isn't Hines, you haven't scored yet. For here on Myring on the bench for Mitchell with two fouls, along with. Kira Hofer, Carson Wyke back out there, along with Delena Henkel. Hines, 2-2 two two from the line. Cuts the Mitchell lead to 7, 15-8. Colonels in front. Minute 45 left in this opening quarter. First to two games tonight here at the Corn Palace between Huron and Mitchell. Stabner at the top of the key. Carson White on the left side. She'll drive baseline and double teamed. Gets rid of it back to Stabner. Good defense for Huron but Colonels have gotten some good shots late in the shot clock. Drive on the left baseline, Burr Stavenner She leaves it off for Henkel, who misses. A little layup, but that was a tough shot. And here come the Tigers. Minute 10 to go in this first quarter. If they could get this thing within four or five points, that would be a great accomplishment for Huron, considering how they started this ball game. Elwine thinks about a three. They get it to Bryn Hubert. Passes left side to Hilton Hines. 15 to shoot. Tremendous defense for Mitchell. Then Overshield go for the steal. Here's a floater that ends up as an air ball from Elwine. And that one goes out of bounds. So another good defensive possession for Mitchell. They've only given up two made field goals this entire quarter. Meanwhile, the Colonels, they've made six shots, including two three pointers. 40 seconds to go. Colonels in front, 15-8. to eight. Van Overshield pops a three. Right corner, that's an air ball. Too strong from Lauren Van Overshield. Colonels nearly come up with the steal. Carson White nearly got it after Hankel tapped it away. Instead, Huron can't hold for final possession. and looks like that's what their point guard, Bryn Huber, is going to do. She backs it off to half court. About a second difference between the game clock and shot clock. we got 15 seconds to go here for Huron, down by 7. Here's a three in the right corner by Elwine. That one is too strong. Colonels will get final shot with plenty of time. Six seconds to go and a half court for Stavner. She's going to drive the lane, lay it up, and good. That's why you hold for the final shot, folks. And that's the end of the first quarter. So here's Stavener Goes coast to coast for her first points tonight. And it's all Mitchell. 17 to 8 at the end of the first quarter. We're back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball on KORN.
3: This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best
0: grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at Poet.com Mitchell. A good start for the Mitchell girls as they lead here on 17-8. At the end of this first quarter, Travis crin solo tonight here at the Corn Palace. Nine points for Addie Simpson already. She's got two from three, so that's $6 from Mitchell roofing and siding. Corey Cummings and Mitchell roofing giving Mitchell basketball $3 this year for every three-pointer they make. Boys and girls team, if they make $100, he will give them $1,000 at the end of the season. Colonels with possession to start off the second quarter. Give and go from uh, Van Overshield to Stabner. Her shot is blocked on the left edge. Here's another three for Simpson. Short on the right elbow. Rebound for Heinen. And here come the Tigers. Down by nine early second quarter. We've seen one player off the bench for Huron. That is it. As starters, Heaven Ganey and Carson Kaufman will not play tonight due to suspension. Another 2 3 zone defense for Mitchell. L1 gives it off to Huber at half court. Nothing going here with 10 seconds to go. Huber on the right side picks up her dribble. Here's a right corner three for Kristen Jans. And that one is good. First three pointer to go down tonight for a team that loves to shoot the three. When we played them a month ago, about 60 65% of their shots were from three. 17 11. Hinkle down low on the right side. And she is fouled. Pass from Stabner to Hinkle at the top of the key to under the basket. And this was on the shot. So free throws up coming for Delena Hinkle. 651 to go until halftime. Mitchell with a 17 11 lead. That's the fifth foul on the Tigers. The first on Lizzie Heinen. Free throw for Hinkle. The 5 9 senior first free throw is off the back iron and no good simmonsma into the game for huron as they go a little bit deeper on their bench looks like the colonel is going to go to Mackenzie peterson as well for hinkle if she can make this free throw second free throw is no good rebound tipped away Rebound for Huron and Hilton Hines. 6.45. Hines past half court. Hampton Hines still on the bench with those two fouls. She's got six points. And we get a travel here in the right corner by Isabel Elwine. (laughs) Mackenzie Peterson checks in for the first time for Mitchell she's in there for Henkel. So 6.30 to go, 17-11 Mitchell in this first half. And Overshield brings it up past half court. Now at the top of the key to Peterson. Right side to Seamson. They get it in the right corner to Stabner with 20 to shoot. Stabner dribbles to the middle of the court, underneath the basket, kicks it back out. and Overshield at the free throw line, picked up her dribble. Here's Peterson on the right edge with 10 to shoot. She tries to drive. She'll put up a 10-foot jumper. That one off the mark and no good. Off the backboard. Rebound by Brynn Huber in the front court. Passes it in the right corner as Hampton Hines checks back in. She's got six of Huron's 11 points. Hampton Hines, she is bumped. It was on the floor. No foul or no shot. But it was a foul on Sawyer-Stabner. Her first, team's fourth. Under six minutes to go in the first half. Colonel still up by Six, looking to see if this early good start for them can hold, like it did one month ago when they won 47-44. Van Overshield knocks this out of bounds on the inbounds. Hampton Hines had a five-second call earlier, and Van Overshield nearly turns them over again. Here on, they'll throw it in in front of the Mitchell bench this time. Here's Isabel Elwine; she gets it in to Hilton Hines. Hines now on the left side, gives it off to Bryn Huber. Now in the left corner, three by Elwine, wide open. This one a little bit short, but a long rebound in the right corner by Huber. She's double-teamed, gets rid right of it to Hilton Hines. Hampton Hines with a long three, top of the key, that is good. Here on Tigers with two three-pointers to start this second quarter. We're on a 6 nothing run, and we got a ball game here at 17-14. Coming up on five minutes to go in this first half. With a team like Huron, who shoots so many three-pointers, they can get hot in a hurry. Simpson drives left side, kicks it out to White. Now left corner, here's a Sawyer-Stabner three. That is short. Rebound for Hilton Hines. So a three-pointer here for Huron would tie the game at 17. Mitchell, they led by as many as nine in that first quarter. And they give it right side here to Hilton Hines. Right corner to Elwine you got to guard that perimeter. Here's another three left wing for Hines. That one is off the mark. Rebound for Mitchell. It's last touchdown of bounds by the Huron Tigers and Bryn Huber. Again, don't even pay attention to anything under the basket or anything inside the arc. Huron, they're going to shoot 25 to 33 pointers a game. Timeout on the floor. Mitchell leading 17-14, that nine-point lead down to three. to go in the first half. We're back in one minute on KORN.
3: This is J.R. Iversons. It's time to come in, pick the options you want, and get it coming in time for cold weather and a possible tax write-off. As new inventory comes in, our trade inventory goes up, and we have some new ones that you can just buy and take home, too. The price at the time of ordering is the price you pay with us, period. We'll get the color and options you want, then apply the Iversons discount on top of any rebates, lease, or finance programs. It's Ram, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep models in Mitchell and Fords in Huron. Or online anytime at iversonauto.com.
0: Timeout for Mitchell. They have not scored here nearly halfway through the second quarter. Still leading here on 17-14. Two three-pointers in the quarter for Huron to get back within three. 12 on the shot clock for Mitchell. Allison Meyerink on the right side. Now in the right corner to Wyke with six to shoot. She'll drive the lane. A little floater with her left hand is no good inside the free-throw line. Rebound for Huron. Another chance for the Tigers to tie this up. With a three-pointer. Coming up on four minutes to go. And we get a foul at half court. No, we get a foul on uh, Huron. This will go against Mackenzie Simmonsma. Simmonsma will pick up the foul. Her first, team's sixth. So one more foul on Huron. And Mitchell will have free throws the rest of this half. Although there are, there is only four minutes to go in the first half. Colonels are one of four from the line. While Huron is... 4 of 4 on free throws in this first half. Colonel Basketball, Meyerink at the top of the key. Good position, down low to Stabner, who leaves it in with her left hand. Four points for Stabner, an assist for Meyerink. First points for Mitchell, halfway through this second quarter. They extend their lead to 19-14. To Here on Basketball, moving across the Corn Palace floor from right to left. They get it to Simmons. kicks it right side. A wide open three for Hampton Hines. And she doesn't miss. It's been all Hampton Hines tonight with two three-pointers in the quarter. She's got a game-high 12. And just like that, we've got a two-point game, 19-17. Colonel's in front. Sawyer-Stabner with four points. She's on the right edge. Now at the top of the key to Simpson, who travels. Simpson had nine points, a couple of threes in that first quarter. Has not scored since, and turns it over there on the travel. Well, coming up on three minutes to go, low-scoring ball game. Colonels average 44 points on the season while giving up 46. And here on they travel and give it right back. That's a double dribble. Just past half courts, Kristen Jans with the turnover. Meanwhile, for Huron, pretty similar. They average 43 points on the season and give up 45. So you would expect a game in the low 40s, mid-40s. And when these teams met a month ago, it was 47-44, Mitchell. Colonel basketball. Stavner drives right baseline, kicks it out. That one's out of bounds. I don't think anybody touched it. And Stavner on the turnover. Drove the baseline on the right side. Tried to kick it out to Van Overshield, but. Not quite there. So 245 to go in the half. Colonels up by two at 1917. Bryn Huber brings it up, gets it in the left corner to Jans. Here's to Simmonsma, and she is fouled by Maddie Kempf. Kemp picks up her first personal for Mitchell. That's five now on the Colonels. 240 to go, 23 on the shot clock. As Elwine throws it in underneath her own basket, gets it there to the top of the key to Bryn Huber. Huber with Van Overshield on her that two-three zone defense for Mitchell. That's pretty much what they play the majority of the time. Three is good at the top of the key for Isabel Elwine, and here on with the lead, 20 to 19, 2:20 to go in the half. Mitchell was up 17 to 8. At the start of the quarter, getting outscored 12-2 here in the second. Stabner, she travels. Another Mitchell turnover. And she was stuck on that left side. and She drove and kind of got stuck between a couple of Huron defenders. So what a turnaround for Huron. It started on the defensive end. Again, giving up 17 points in the first and just two here in the second. Here's a three by Jans. I think that was blocked by Stabner. That was well short. Stabner, let's call that a block. Stabner brings it up left side. Stops, pops, 10-foot turnaround is good. Nice shot for Stabner to give Mitchell the lead. 21-20. to Stabner now with six in this first half. Well on her way to another double-double. You can pretty much count on her for a double-double every game this year. Way off the mark for Huron on a drive by Isabel Elwine. That was in the lane, and that was hard off the backboard. Minute 20 to go, first half. Colonels leading 21-20. Maddie Kemp in the right corner. Now to Carson White at the top of the key. She'll drive left side. Leave it off. A layup is good for Allison Myerink. Myerink with four and a nice assist from Carson White. Colonels on a 4-0 run to go back up in front, 23-20. to Hampton-Hines with another three. She hits it again. Three triples for Hampton-Hines all in this second quarter. A huge night for her. She's got 15 points in this first half. She averages 12 on the season. We're tied at 23. Here's a three on the right side. That is no good for Mitchell. And a rebound for Huron. Again, Huron can hold for basically the final shot. There's a three-second difference in the game clock and shot clock with 30 seconds to go. They did not do that in the first quarter, and Mitchell scored with seconds remaining. 15 to shoot. Here's a three by Elwine left side. That's an air ball. Over the basket, no good, and a rebound for Meyerink. So yet again, they do not hold for final shot, and Overshield brings it up with eight seconds to go. Stabner on the right side, five seconds to go. Here's Carson White. White with a long two in the left corner is short. And that's how we will end this second quarter. 23-23. We are tied at the end of the first half. A huge first quarter for Mitchell. They led 17-8. Then it was a huge second quarter for the Huron Tigers, outscoring Mitchell 15-6. So nine point advantages each way. That is how we're tied here at 23 in the first half. It's been all Hampton Hines for Huron. She has 15 of their 28 points, including three three three-pointers in that third quarter. We're back in three minutes. Halftime coming up next to more stats and uh, not scores from around the state as uh, most other games getting tipped off at 7 o'clock tonight. First of two games tonight at the Corn Palace. Girls game tied at 23 between Huron and Mitchell. We're back in three minutes live from the Corn Palace on KORN.
4: Trust goes with territory here, so when someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse in Corsica, Mitchell, or Huron at 990-3223 or visit livewellsd.com.
0: Halftime at the Corn Palace. The uh, Colonel Girls and the Huron Tigers And a close one. You can't get much closer than tied. It's tied at 23 here at the end of the first half. Addie Simpson with nine points to lead Mitchell in the half. All th- uh, nine of those came in that first quarter. Uh, Sawyer Stabner, she's got six. Four of those six were in the second quarter. As uh, Mitchell, they only scored six points in those second eight minutes. At uh, four points from Stabner and then two. From Allison Meyerink. It was a great start for Mitchell, 90 seconds in. They were up seven to nothing. And they were up seventeen to eight at the end of the first quarter. But then the offense went away. And then all of a sudden, those three-pointers that Huron loves to shoot, they started to go in, and it was a uh, big advantage for Huron in that second half as they outscored Mitchell 15 to 6 in the second quarter. Uh, best player on the court tonight's been Hampton Hines. The 5'8 junior guard for Huron. She has three three-pointers. All of those were in the second quarter. She has a game-high 15 points. Uh, Isabel Elwine, she's got a three-pointer for Huron. Kristen Jans, she's got a three-pointer. And uh, Hilton Hines has two free throws. That's your. Uh, that's all of your scoring here for Huron in the first half. Uh, for Mitchell, Simpson has nine. Stabner has six. Allison Inc. with four points off the bench. Also, Carson Wyke and Lauren Van Overshield, with two points apiece, uh, here for Mitchell. Two three-pointers in that first half for the Colonels, both from Simpson. That means six dollars for Mitchell Girls Basketball from Mitchell Roofing and Siding. No other scores here in Double A as of yet. All of these with seven seven thirty tip-offs tonight. Number one, Ogorman. They are at home tonight versus Brookings. As Ogorman, they lost last night to number two. Sioux Falls Washington on the road 42 to 33. Also tonight coming up at seven o'clock it is Aberdeen Central hosting Watertown. Aberdeen Central only one and four on the season and uh, Watertown they are one and three and a couple games out west tonight uh, Sturgis hosting Rapid City Christian and also number four Pier they'll be on the road tonight at Lakota Tech. Uh, Elsewhere across the state, so we do have a score late in the first half. Sanborn Central, Woonsocket, leading Kimball White Lake 18-9 in the second quarter. Also Freeman uh, over Parker, 20-13. A lot of points in that one as they're just starting the second quarter. Uh, Number two, Wagner, all over Gregory tonight, 44-12 at halftime. Also in the Class A, the number one team in a bit of a battle. Number one, Hamlin, up by three over Sioux Valley at the half, 31-28. to That's at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls. Elsewhere tonight across the state, to Chamberlain, they will be at Parkston. And also as we take a look at uh, some of the Class B scores here early on in some of the Class B games uh, coming up, number one, Viberg Hurley leading Alcester Hudson 16-14. to in class B that is midway through the second quarter also a Smiths over Howard 28 to 20 that one late in the first half into Smith tonight and Ethan dominating Bridgewater Emery 42 to 10 the Ethan Rustlers up by 32 at halftime tonight at Bridgewater Emery also later on tonight it'll be Trip Delmont Armor taking on Andy Central Dakota Christian and Mitchell Christian, they are on on the road tonight at Corsica Stickney. Here at the Corn Palace, we are tied at 23 here at halftime. Colonels and Huron. We're back in two minutes with the second half. You're listening to Mitchell Girls Basketball on KORN.
4: Trust goes with territory here. So when someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans. Quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse, in Korska, Mitchell or Huron at nine nine zero three two two three, 3223 or visit
0: LivewellSD.com. It's been a tale of two quarters here tonight between the Mitchell Colonel Girls and the Huron Tigers from Travis Krenz as we get ready for the second half, tied at 23. Mitchell up by nine at the end of the first quarter, 17 to eight. And then it was Huron with a 15 to six advantage in the second quarter, as they were up by nine. So we'll see uh, what happens in this second half. Starters for Huron, Bryn Huber, their point guard, Hampton Hines with 15 points. Also Isabel Elwine, Kristen Jans, and Lizzie Heinen. For Mitchell, it's Stabner, Van Overshield, Simpson, Henkel, and Weick. As Huron will start with possession, black uniforms and orange numbers and trim for Huron tonight. Moving across the Corn Palace floor from left to right. They get it left side, left corner, a wide open three for Hines. She nails another one. Can't leave her open tonight. She's got three, make it four three-pointers She's got 18 of their 26 points. She's the only one for Huron doing anything on the offensive end. Huron with their largest lead tonight up 26 to 23. And they're now on a 18 to six run ever since that first quarter. Seamson now gets it in the right corner to Van Overshield with 12 to shoot. Here's Seamson trying to drive on the right side. Lefty can't get it above her hips. Ball will be on the ground and stolen by Huron. Kristen Jans comes up with it, gets it to Hines, another three. She misses closely, left a little bit short on the left elbow, took a quick three there in transition. Boy, if she would have made that one, call it off. One minute gone by, third quarter. Colonels trail for a rare time tonight, down 26-23. to 23. Staven drives right side, kick out. Three for Carson White to tie it, and she does. Carson White with her first three-pointer from the right corner. Right in front of her bench, and we are tied at 26. The third three-pointer tonight for Mitchell. 6.35 to go. Here's Hines in the right corner. Blocked by Stavener, who swats that layup attempt from Kristen Jans into the Huron student section, with authority. Two blocks tonight for Stabner, 20 to shoot for Huron. Hampton-Hines under her own basket, gets it in, a bounce pass, two bounce pass, left side. Huber top of the key, now right side to Wine. Here's a three, that one is short off the mark. Simpson fighting for the board, Huron gets it. They kick it out and they throw it out of bounds. Kristen Jans tried to kick it out of that mess under the basket to her right, but ultimately out of reach of any of her teammates. Turnover for Huron, 6.15 to go in the third. We're tied at 26. Stabner at the top of the key. Picks up her dribble, gets it to Van Overshield, who loses it, gets it before it goes out. Now back at half court, Lauren Van Overshield. Hands off to Seamson, who hands off to Carson Weick. We'll take a three at the top of the key. That one is no good. Rebound for Huron and Elwine. Under six minutes to go to go in this third quarter. Both teams with threes here to start off the third. We're tied at 26. Elwine at the top of the key goes left. Bounce pass underneath to Lizzie Heinen, who's scoreless tonight. Here's a drive by Huber, a floater in the lane, count it, and the foul. Not sure Bryn Huber has scored this season, believe it or not. And 28-26, Huron takes the lead. First foul of the half goes against Elena Henkel, her first. Henkel will check out, and Allison Meyerink off the bench. 5.36 5.36 to go in the third. Brenny Huber on the line. Her free throw is no good. Rebound for Stabner. 28-26. Here on in front. Pass underneath to Simpson. Layup is good. That one a bit of a rainmaker. Simpson gets 11 points. Nice pass and assist from Stabner as these teams go back and forth. We're tied at 28. Early third quarter. Pass underneath in the lane to Elwine. She loses it. Seamson comes up with it. Seamson on the break. A two-on-two. Layup left side is short. No good. Rebound for Huron. Jans on the board. Tough shot for Seamson trying to lay it in on the fast break. Beautiful pass to Hampton Hines. Pass was a little bit low to Heinen who lost it. And then she fouls Stabner. About a 40-foot pass from half court to under the basket from Hampton Hines to Heinen. And it was just a little bit low down near her feet, kind of short hopped And Stabner comes up with the steal and the foul. They foul Stabner, first foul on Huron. It'll go against Lizzie Heinen, her seconds, Tied at 28, 4.45 to go in this third quarter. Stabner for Mitchell, drives left side, leaves it off. Layup for Meyerink, she misses it, but gets her own rebound and then throws it away. The speedy Bryn Huber goes coast to coast. That one knocked out of bounds by Simpson. Oh, Meyerink had a great look at a layup there to take the lead for Mitchell. I'm sure she'd love to have that one back. 32 on the shot clock here on tries to get it in. They finally do in the left, uh, in the right corner. Hampton Hines now at the top of the key, drives right side. You got to stop Hampton Hines. She's got 18 points already tonight and four three pointers. Huber drives the lane, kick out right corner three for Jans. A little bit strong, that's off the mark, and another rebound for Sawyer Stabner. Halfway through this third quarter, we're tied at 28. We were tied at 23 at halftime. Carson White at the top of the key. Picks up her dribble. Gets it to Inc. Now right side to number 20, Kira Hofer. Hofer now to Simpson. Simpson will drive, and she'll be bumped. It'll be on the floor. The second foul on Huron this quarter. Let's see who it's on. It's on Mackenzie Simmons my her seconds. Team seconds. Kristen Jans to check out for Huron as uh, Isabel Elwine checks in, the senior has three points tonight. Fresh shot clock for Mitchell as Seamson gets it in and does to Hofer at the top of the key, who hands it off to White. Carson White at half courts. Here's Stabner on the right side. Seamson top of the key, leading Mitchell with 11 points tonight. Here's White on the left side drive. Layup just misses it. Meyering tries to tip out the rebound. Carson White gets it, and we're going to get a foul on Huron. Nice job by Allison Myring to tip that ball out. Took a Mitchell bounce. Mitchell will get the ball, and Huron will pick up their third foul. Follows on Hampton Hines. That's a big foul. That is her third. So huge possession for Mitchell. Seamson gets it in from Stabner, who hands it right back to the freshman. A fresh shot clock for Mitchell. to go in the third quarter. Simpson at the top of the key. Both teams only with five points through the first five minutes of the third. Foul underneath. This will go on Hilton Hines, her first for Huron. Team's fourth. So a lot of fouls for the Tigers in this third quarter. They've now got four. Kristen Jans quickly back in. She's back in for Simmonsmouth. Another new shot clock for Mitchell, 35 to shoot. Seamson trying to get it in and does to Hofer. Hofer will drive, a little floater in the lane is good. Kiera Hofer gives Mitchell the lead at 30 to 28, her first points tonight. Six different Colonels have scored, including six points off the bench. Three minutes to go in the third, Colonels up by two. Hampton Hines drives right side. She'll be fouled, and free throw's upcoming for the outstanding Huron guard. Eddie Seamson will pick up the foul, her second, team second of this third quarter. Seamson's had the defensive assignment here in the second half on Hampton Hines, who makes the first free throw to get Huron back within one at 30-29. to Seamson will check out here with two fouls. Lauren Van Overshield back out there. She's got two points and no fouls tonight. Hampton Hines with the free throw here would give her 20 points and tie the game at 30. And she does all of that. She's got 20 of their 30 tonight. Unbelievable night for Hampton Hines. And we're tied. 2.50 to go in this third quarter. Then Overshield passes left to Carson Wyke. Now back to the top of the key. Underneath as they foul Stabner very quickly. Kristen Jans will pick up her second personal. Five fouls on Huron. Colonels should have plenty of opportunities to shoot some free throws, if not by the fourth quarter. Then by the end of the third here with the bonus. Inbounds pass. Layup is good to Stabner. Carson Wyke on the inbounds. Find a wide open Stabner to give Mitchell the lead again, 32-30. to 30. Stabner with eight points. Here's a right-side drive. Layup is good. Answered by you-know-who, Hampton Hines. She's got 22 tonight. Stabner comes back, kick out. Steemson uh, Van Overshield, thought about a three in the right elbow, thought about it again. Colonels will reset here with 20 to shoot. We're tied at 32, coming up on two minutes to go in this third quarter. Stabner wide open on the layup is good. Meyerink on the assist. Stabner lost her defender with that spin move, and now 10 points for Stabner. She's real close to another double-double. Huber puts up a wild shot on the right side, and she'll go to the line. Looking to tie this here at 2, or at uh, 34, with two free throws. Three fouls on Mitchell. This one will go against Carson White. her first. 151 to go, third quarter. Colonels up by two. Bryn Huber's first free throw is good. 34-33, Mitchell up by the slimmest of margins. Hilton Hines will check out for Huron. Simmons Ma back in, or excuse me, Lizzie Heinen back in for Huron. Huber's second free throw is good, and we are tied again at 34. Both teams with 11 points in this third quarter, and we've just been trading buckets back and forth. Mackenzie Peterson checks in for Mitchell. She's got it left side. Now down low, and this one's sixth foul on, Mid- or on Huron. This'll go against in her third. Just an unnecessary foul as she pushed Allison Inc. in the back. She was in the lane barely got possession of the ball, and she was hit in the back. So next foul here on picks up will put Mitchell in the bonus. Still with a minute 41 to go in the third. Colonels could live at the free throw line here in this fourth quarter. That's where this game could be decided tonight. Tied at 34, 90 seconds to go in the third. Colonels basketball. Meyerink at the top of the key. Driving right side. They get it to Simpson. Now to Stabner. She's bumped and free throws upcoming for Stabner as she gets up after driving on the right baseline. Seven fouls on Huron, so free throws the rest of the way for Mitchell with a minute 21 left in this third quarter. If Mitchell can get to the line consistently, they've got a great shot to put this one away and go to three and two. Free throw for Stabner. It is no good. It was a one-and-one. One. So Stabner misses the free throw. You got to make him, though. Colonel's just one of five from the line tonight. Meyerink loses, uh, uses her long arms, knocks it out of bounds. They say it was last touched by Huron. So a turnover created by Allison Meyerink, who's had a great night off the bench. She's got four points. She's got a handful of rebounds, a couple steals, a couple blocks, A couple assists. Allison Meierink has been a very good contributor for Mitchell this season off the bench. She's been Mitchell's second best player in some games next to Stabner. Coming up on a minute to go, we're tied at 34. Colonel Basketball moving across the floor from right to left. Here's Inc at the top of the key. Dribbles right, gets it to Seamson. Addie Seamson, the freshman drive. She is bumped. And this will be the eighth team foul on Huron the third on Kristen Jans. it has just been a foul fest for Huron in the third they've committed eight personals Mitchell's only had three and pretty much all of them have been pretty legitimate fouls so Seamson pretty a uh, good shooter he'll have a one and one with 56 seconds left in the third Seamson's free throw is no good if Mitchell loses this game, it very well could be because they did not hit their free throws. Just one of six from the line. Huron rebound. We're tied at 34. A minute. Here's Myring with the steal. She'll try and go coast to coast. She'll lose it. Knocked out by Huron. But Myring comes up with a steal. And the Colonels will get a chance here to... 32 seconds on the on the shot clock. We get a travel by Myring. She was set up on that right side. So Inc. giveth, Myring taketh away on the turnover steal and the travel. Both teams have kind of slowed offensively. Some sloppy play and turnovers these past couple of minutes. 34-34, and for the third straight quarter. Huron can hold for pretty close to the last shot. They've not done so the last two quarters. 25 seconds to shoot. Hilton Hines is fouled on the drive. Yeah, I thought she did travel. Thought that right foot skipped along there, but no. Foul will be on Addie Simpson of Mitchell, her third, team's fourth. So now the shot clock is turned off. 25 seconds to go. They get it underneath, and Van Overshield going to pick up the foul. Tried to go for the block of Isabel Elwine. Must have got her somewhere. Van Overshield's first foul. That's now five on Mitchell. 24 and a half seconds left in the third. We're tied at 34. And two free throws coming up for Isabel Elwine. First free throw is good. Elwine now with four points. She's a 61% free throw shooter on the season. And these teams have traded buckets. Been a pretty even game in this third quarter. Second free throw is good as well. So here on with a two-point lead, 36-34. No shot clock for Mitchell. Coming up on 15 seconds to go in this third quarter. Can the Colonels tie it? Here as we go to the fourth. Meyerink at the top of the key with 10 to shoot. Peterson loses it. Ben Overshield lost it. Went through both of their hands. And Huron will have another shot with 9.5 seconds to go as they bring in Hampton Hines, who has 22 tonight. She's got 22 of their 36. Stabner will check out for the final nine and a half. Huron gets it in. They get it to Hilton Hines. Now to her sister, Hampton Hines. Past half court with five seconds. They pass it left side to Hilton. Left corner, three for Elwine. That is short. A good look for Isabel Elwine in the left corner in front of her bench, but she left it Shorts. 36-34, Huron with a two-point lead as we go to the fourth quarter. We're back in one minute from the Corn Palace on KORN.
3: Ah, uh, why am I so sore?
1: There are everyday moments.
0: Oh, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder!
1: Uh. Uh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slides! 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 Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics.
0: This is Austin, store manager of Running's in
4: Mitchell. We'll help you gear up for the cold with layers of winter clothing, coveralls, boots, and gloves. Get whatever you'll need, from ice melt and shovels to snowblowers. We have it at Running's. If staying in is the plan, we've got loads of toys, games, and all kinds of feed and feeders for wildlife. If you're
0: hunting instead of feeding it, Running's carries about 900 firearms. Everything from rifles and handguns to BB guns. You need it? We've got it at Running's in Mitchell. Close game at the Corn Palace tonight. Here on 36, Mitchell 34 here as we start our final eight minutes. I'm Travis Krenz. First of two games tonight, boys game to follow here at around 7.45 or so. Colonels get it to Addie Simpson, down by two. Now at the top of the key to Carson Weick. And Colonels have Stabner along with Van Overshield. Wyke, Seamson, and Meyerink. You're five on the floor for Mitchell with 15 to shoot. Van Overshield on the right side. Now to Stabner at the top of the key. She'll drive on the left. Now spin to her right. Kick out to Van Overshield with five to shoot. Lauren puts it up. Off the glass, it's short. Meyerink, though, kicks it out for Stabner for three. That's an air ball, but a rebound for Van Overshield. Van O underneath, double teamed. And they call a travel on Van Overshield. That's a tough call. 7.17 to go, 36-34. Colonels are already in the bonus, eight fouls on Huron, five on Mitchell. So if Mitchell, he got to get to the foul line, but Mitchell's only one of six from the foul line. Here's a drive. Boy, a tough call on Allison Meyerink as she was barreled into from Hampton Hines. And not much what, if somebody comes at you and just barrels into you, not sure how that's a foul on Meierink. But it is. That's her third foul and two free throws for Hampton Hines, who just isn't going to miss tonight. Hampton Hines makes the free throw. She's 5 of 5 from the line. Has hardly missed tonight. Second one is, finally she misses Meierink on the rebound. So 23 points for Hines to give Huron the three-point lead here early in the fourth. Drive by Stadner. They get it to Simpson out of Van Overshield at the top of the key. Now down low to Meyerink off the glass. That one a little bit too strong over the double team. Tough shot for Meyerink and a rebound for Huron. Up 37-34. Drive by Elwine right side. She pushes it up. That misses. Rebound for Van Overshield. A quick empty possession for Huron. Pass to Meyerink just out of her grasp. Mitchell with the turnover. Stadner's pass just had a little bit too much mustard on it. Out of the reach of the fingertips of Myring. So a couple of quick possessions as we go back and forth. 6.25 to go in regulation. Here on up 37-34. Hilton Hines drives the lane, kicks it back out to her sister Hampton. Pushes off on Stadner. Little Kareem Abdul-Jabbar skyhook. That one is no good. Stavener on the rebound. She brings it up on the right corner. Now gets it to Devan Overshield on the right wing. Six minutes to go. Colonels have got to score. They scored 17 points in the first quarter. They've only scored 17 points since in the second and third combined. Stu with a chance to win it. Down by three with under six minutes to go in regulation. Eight to shoot. Carson White will drive the lane. The lefty off the glass is no good. Rebound for Huron and Isabel Elwine. Colonel's offense has just gone cold tonight after a great start. We get a whistle. And I believe this will be an offensive foul on Huron. And it will be. The ninth team foul on Huron. They will call it on Simmonsma. Her third. Okay, that was an illegal screen. So Simmonsma with the offensive foul, gives it back to Mitchell. And Mitchell will take a timeout. 5.33 to go. Here on with a 37-34 lead over the Colonel Girls. We're back in a quick 30 seconds on KORN. The
3: world appears to be speeding up, but we are not made to rush through it. Did you know when you talk to someone with a hearing loss at a fast pace, they have greater difficulty understanding you? Some people who already have hearing aids may still need you to slow down when you speak to them. The world is fast paced, but you don't need to be. Slow down and enjoy the sounds and the voices of the world around you. Hearing plus LLC 605-996-0281, or Hearing Plus and so much more.
0: 3734 here on in front, girls basketball tonight. From the Corn Palace, I'm Travis Krenz. 5.33 to go in the fourth. It's been a very close second half. Neither team with more than a two or three-point lead this entire second half. We were tied at 23 at halftime. Huron had a 36-34 lead at the start of the quarter. Colonel's offense, though, has gone cold. Just six points in the second quarter for Mitchell. Ended up with 11 in that third. And both teams average right around 43, 44 points a game. So you look at the scoreboard, 37-34, kind of where you would expect this thing to be with five and a half minutes left. Stabner brings it up for Mitchell. She's got 10. Simpson's got 11, but nine of those were in the first quarter. Stabner drives left baseline. Hilton Hines on her. She gets to the basket, lays it in, and good. When in doubt, you need points. Give it to Stavner; She'll get to the basket. Team high 12 for sawyer Stavner tonight. Colonels back within one with five minutes to go. Huber has it for here on their point guard. Has four points tonight. They kick it left side. Now top of the key to Hampton-Hines. Down low to Elwine. A wild shot over Van Overshield, who can't believe it. And this will put Huron in the bonus. The seventh foul on Mitchell. It's Van Overshield's second. Excuse me. They say it's on Delena Hankel. Her second. So two free throws coming up here for Hampton Hines. The first one is good. Huron back up 38-36. to 4.53 to go. Huron, they take out Simmonsma. Kristen Jans checks in. The 5'6 senior has three points tonight. Second free throw is good. Hampton Hines, seven of eight from the foul line tonight with four three-pointers. She has 24 points. It's 39-36 here on in front. Late here, midway through the fourth quarter. Stabner on the left side, dribbles it, loses it, turns it over. Tried to cross over her defender to get to the basket. Huber with the steal. Huber brings it up, and Stabner picks her pocket for the steal. But they're going to call her for the foul. Huber fell down. Stabner doesn't like it, so the eighth foul on Mitchell. Funny how those fouls have kind of evened up. It was an eight to three Mitchell advantage. Now it's nine to eight foul advantage. Free throws here. A one and one for Huber, and she misses it. Rebound for Stabner. Stabner with her second foul. Eight on Mitchell, 4.20 to go. Colonel still down by three. Plenty of opportunity to win this one tonight. Here on without two starters, Heaven Ganey and Carson Kaufman missing tonight's game due to disciplinary action. Van Overshield with the travel, and she tries to drive on the right side. Another Mitchell turnover. 39, 36. Here on still up by three, as we're halfway through this fourth quarter. Colonels only have two points in the quarter. Here on, they've only got three. Foul on Simpson. Now both sides with nine fouls. As she bumps Hilton Hines way away from the basket on the right elbow. Been a terrible second half for Mitchell. Too many fouls. Four fouls on Seamson, who's in danger of fouling out. And Hilton Hines, she'll have a one and one. Both sides with nine fouls, so double bonus time next foul for both sides. Free throw is no good. Neither side can hit their free throws other than Hampton Hines. Colonel still down by three. Wyke on the drive, gives it to Hinkle. How do they get it to Van Overshield. Huron giving Mitchell every opportunity to win this game tonight. Drive on the right side by Stabner. Kicks it back out to Van Overshield. 15 to shoot. Three and a half minutes to go. Colonels down three. Stabner in the lane over the double team. Left-handed and good. Just one of the better players Mitchell's had in recent years. 14 points for Stabner. Brings Mitchell back within one. 3.20 to go. Hilton Hines has it on the right elbow for Huron. Back to Elwine, top of the key. Now Huber on the left side with 15 to shoot. In the lane, Hampton-Hines loses it. An unforced turnover, and the Colonels come up with it with a chance to take the lead. Stabner thinks about a wide-open three, gives it to White, Wide-open three in the right corner. She misses it. And Huron tipped the rebound to Hilton-Hines. 2.50 to go in regulation. It's a one-point Huron lead. Hines, three at the top of the key. She misses for a rare time tonight, but a long rebound for Bryn Huber. Foul on Stabner. She knocked it off, knocked it away out of bounds. But they are going to call the foul on Stabner, her third, team's 10th. So two free throws for Bryn Huber. Been a lot of fouls a long way from the basket tonight for Mitchell. Ten of them in the half. Huber with two free throws. She makes the first. Huber with five points tonight for Huron. Not known for her scoring. Van Overshield is out. Andy Seamson back in with four fouls. Colonels trail by two late in the fourth. Huber's second free throw is good. 41-38. 2.40 to go. Colonels trailing by three. They've got three timeouts left. Drive by Stavner, right side off the glass and good. Stavner taking over the game. She's got all six of Mitchell's points in the fourth. Colonels have to score and that is your best option. 41-40 here on up with 2.20 to go. Simpson steals it. Bounce pass. Not there for Hilton Hines. Seamson brings it up. Layup left side, wide open, no good. Stabner, put back is good. Stabner, outstanding. 18 points, eight in the quarter to give Mitchell the lead, 42-41. to Cody Kaufman calls a timeout for Huron. How do you stop her? I don't know. Minute 57 to go. Colonels with a 42-41 lead, thanks to eight points for Sawyer Stabner in the quarter. We're back in one minute on KORN.
4: I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house, that's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse. Anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof.
0: Travis Crins at the Corn Palace tonight. It's a close one. 42-41, Mitchell up in front with a minute 57 to go. Sawyer-Stabner, 18 points on the night for her. She has scored all eight of Mitchell's points in this fourth to give them the lead. Both sides with three timeouts, 10 fouls on Mitchell, nine on Huron. Huber has it left side. They get it down low and two free throws upcoming. For Isabel Elwine as she is bumped in the back underneath the basket. Foul is on Delena Hinkle, her third. Minute 45 to go. Here on down by one. Big free throws for Elwine. First one is good. We are tied at 42. With a minute 45 to go. Allison Meyerink checks in. She's got three fouls. She checks in for Delena Hinkle. Free throw for Elwine to give Huron the lead, and it is good. Isabel Elwine with seven points tonight for those from the line. And Huron back up in front, 43-42 here with a minute, 35 to go. Stavner at the top of the key, down low to Inc. She is bumped and double teamed. And two free throws for Inc. She was bumped. That was a physical, physical bump by Huron. It was on Kristen Janes, her fourth foul. No, they call her the fifth foul. So Janes is out of the game. The 5'6 senior guard getting the start tonight. Finishes with three points and fouls out. Minute 34 to go. Colonels down by one. Meyerink at the line shooting two to give Mitchell the tie and maybe the lead. Here's the first free throw from Meyerink. That is silky smooth and good. 43 to 43, we are tied, late fourth quarter. Colonels just two of seven from the foul line. We can make up for it here, Meyerink second back iron, no good. And Meyerink is called for the foul, reaching over Bryn Huber for the offensive rebound. Huber will go to the line on the other side and she will shoot two free throws. It'll be a free throw shooting contest here. Both teams well into the bonus now. Minute 33 to go. Allison Myerink now with four fouls. Huber with a chance to give here on the lead. We're tied at 43. First one is good. Huber's been good at the free throw line tonight. She's hit 5 of them. She's got 7 points. 44-43 here on. Second one for Huber. Is no good. Rebound for Myerink. Colonel's down by 1 with 90 seconds to go. Stabner on the right side. Wants a screen. Inc will oblige. Drive left side for Stabner, who lost it. Boy, she was fouled. Wasn't much there on the contacts from Simmonsma. Simmonsma picks up her fourth foul. And two free throws here in front of us for Stabner, who's got a team-high 18. Stabner wastes little time. She misses the first one. It is Shorts. Stabner, two dribbles and up. She does not take very long to shoot her free throws. And the Colonels will take a timeout. They will have two remaining. A minute 20 to go. 44-43. Here on in front. We are back. It's a full timeout. We're back in 60 seconds. Stabner with the free throw up next to tie it. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN.
3: So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? what helped well he joined the soccer team and ever since he's been a lot happier he has more energy he's less stressed and he's definitely in a better mood at home it's made a huge difference that's awesome yeah i'm glad he's getting out of the house he's getting some exercise and he's off his phone for once it's been good for his mental health sounds like it's been good for your mental health too
1: Participating in South Dakota high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the SDHSAA and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Minute 20 to go here at the Corn Palace. Here on up 44 to 43. I am Travis Krenz. Boys game here to follow. We'll see if we need an extra couple minutes to decide this one. It has been close, gonna come down to free throws. Stavner with one free throw to tie it for Mitchell, and she does. First free throw for Stavner tonight, 19 points for her, and we're tied at 44 with 115 remaining. Colonels won the first meeting a month ago, 47-44, and it could be a very similar score tonight. Elwine on the right elbow. Here's Hampton-Hines on the right corner. She's been a little bit quiet recently. She's got a game-high 23. Going to the basket. Layup right side is good. The spin move on Carson White, Hampton Hines with the layup. Just her third made field goal of the half, but she's got a game-high 25. A timeout, 30-second timeout for Huron as they lead 46-44 with 54 seconds left. We're back in 30 seconds at the Corn Palace.
1: As you clear that last patch of snow from your driveway, breathe in that crisp, rejuvenating winter air before you throw yourself into a monstrous snow pile and join First Dakota to
3: bank some noise for winter sports, shriek for tide-turning reversals, whoop at game-winning threes, and gasp in awe at a perfect back walkover. Let
1: them hear you from the cheap seats. Bank some noise with us at First Dakota National Bank. Open a new account online today at firstdakota.com. Member FDIC.
0: both teams with two timeouts left, both teams in the double bonus no pressure from Huron as Mitchell and Stabner bring it up down 46-44 Huron in the lead, just a couple possessions left in this one, Stabner gets it to Carson White. White now at the top of the key, here's the freshman Seamson Seamson drives left side, tough shot missed, offensive rebound for Meyer Rankin, she'll go to the line that should be the fifth foul on Seamson and she will be done for the night as she walks to the bench already, before they call it. No, nope, correction. It'll be on. Number 23, Hampton Hines. Even better. Four fouls on Hampton Hines. And Hampton Hines says, "Are you sure that's on me? I didn't do anything." Two, three, a two, uh, two free throws for Myring. The first one is no good. It misses off the back iron. Colonels have been awful at the line tonight. Three of 11, shooting free throws. Colonels down by two with 40 seconds left. 46-44. Meyerink to make it a one-point game. She hits that one. Meyerink with six points right in her season average. Colonels do not need to foul. There's a five-second difference. Need to play good defense and get a rebound. Colonels with pressure here on past half court with 30 seconds to go. A stop and a rebound and a timeout could give you time. At this point, you've let too much time off. You do not foul. Drive right side. Isabel Elwine misses the runner. Rebound. Now you have to foul. Hilton Hines at the top of the key. They give it to Hampton Hines. And they'll have to foul her with 13.7 laps. Colonels got the stop they needed. Couldn't get the rebound, though. Fouls on Carson Weich, her second. Two free throws for Hampton Hines. Up by one. Free throw is good. 47-45 to here on up by two. Hampton Hines with 26 points tonight. Colonels have two timeouts left. May use one here. Free throw is no good. It's a two-point game. Colonels will not use a timeout. Stabner with 10 seconds to go. Stabener to White, a three for the win! Shorts! Rebound, Huber. Huron gonna win. Carson White couldn't have been more open. Just left to the top of the key. She was wide, wide open. Left it a little bit short. Carson White picks up the foul, her third. Two free throws for Bryn Huber. Colonel's into miracle down now, down 45, excuse me, down 47-45. Two and a half seconds left. Huber makes the first free throw. It came down to free throws tonight. If Mitchell just would have made their free throws, they would have won. Down 48-45 with two and a half seconds left. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN.
3: This is Jr of Iverson's. It's time to come in, pick the options you want, and get it coming in time for cold weather and a possible tax write-off. As new inventory comes in, our trade inventory goes up, and we have some new ones that you can just buy and take home too. The price at the time of ordering is the price you pay with us, period. We'll get the color and options you want, then apply the Iverson's discount on top of any rebates, lease, or finance programs. It's Ram, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep models in Mitchell and Fords in Huron. Or online anytime at iversonauto.com.
0: Colonels use the timeout. They have one left. Down 48-45. Mitchell down three. Two and a half seconds left. Bryn Huber at the line for Huron. This free throw would clinch it, and she does. Bryn Huber made seven free throws tonight. Meyering to get it in. They get it to Stabner, who throws it in from half court. Good if it goes. Nearly went in off the back iron. Colonel a heartbreaker tonight, 49 to 45. 19 for Stabner, 11 for Simpson, 26 points for Hampton Hines to lead Huron tonight. Huron was without Heaven Ganey and Carson Kaufman. They were suspended due to disciplinary actions from earlier today. They did not play and it did not matter. Colonels, they lose 49-45. They fall to 2-3 on the season. So after defeating Huron a month ago in Huron 47-44, they lose tonight 49 to 45. So a heartbreaking loss for Mitchell. <clears throat> Excuse me, against the Huron Tigers. Sawyer so Stabner, your player of the game. Don't know how many rebounds she got, but I pretty much guarantee it's more than 10. 19 points for Stavner on the night, nine of those in the fourth quarter. sawyer Stavner, our player of the game, she'll receive the game ball from Iverson's and that free value basket from Culver's in Mitchell. A girls' game did not go Mitchell's way. They lose 49-45. For some reaction to the action, uh, girls head coach Dave Brooks uh, joins us here at halftime, and he got off to another really good start, seven nothing, kind of like you did uh, in that first meeting, and it kind of came down to the free throws. They made a lot, and you left a couple on the board there, and a lot of things uh, you know factored in, but, but free throws kind of stuck out tonight.
5: Yeah, I uh, I just you know looked at the stats, and they shot 27 free throws, and we shot uh, 12. We only made four. They made 21 I, I, I was just I didn't think they shot that many I know that I told our coaches if it comes down to free throw shooting contest we're gonna be in trouble because 23 and 33 can hit them pretty good and mm-hmm. so we'll you know we work on them in practice I guess we'll just keep working on them and because uh, you know those games we're in are gonna be close so they're gonna have free throws to, to put them away or to, or to win so uh, hopefully we'll get better at that.
0: And then you had in that uh, fourth quarter when you really needed some points, Sawyer-Stadner kind of took over the game, got to the basket, got you uh, in that game, and uh, another outstanding performance from her. And uh, really, when you needed some offense, she got it for you in that fourth quarter.
5: Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, it was just kind of like you dial up when you need two, yeah. and you get it to her, and somehow she gets it done off balance, going in the lane, getting pushed, and, you know, we run that uh, play for her down low, and she just, she gets herself open, and she's able to finish, and, you know, next game we'll make some of those outside shots and, and we'll make it easier for her, make it easier for us to maybe get in a W. And
0: then it looked like it was going to be deja vu. You had Carson White, had a really good look at a three and looked like we were going to get another near buzzer beater, but a good look for her, just couldn't make it. You know, I mean, that's, that's the difference in the game right there, that one shot.
5: Yeah, you know, we were going to call a timeout but when, when we got it on the rebound, she missed and Sawyer was coming down, and I go i want her to have the ball yep. anyway and they sucked in on her and, and threw it to carson and carson just spotted up and shot and just a little bit you know i, I told her after the game i said you know what i'm glad you shot that that's wide a shot. open you uh you gotta take it you didn't hesitate you just shot it you know a couple inches and uh, maybe it's a different story but uh i don't know you know close game you always have a lot of things you're second guessing yep. yourself about no doubt about that
0: head coach dave brooks joins us at brookings on friday and then uh, some road games coming up. So uh, good luck here, Coach, and uh, game ball to Sawyer Staper.
5: All right, thanks. Appreciate it. There
0: we go. Head coach Dave Brooks joins us. Appreciate him coming up here at uh, halftime.